Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hello, friends. I'm Taya. And I'm Sammy. And we're the hosts of the Offbeat Worm Podcast. Come check us out. We talk about so many things. Spooky things, silly things, and everything in between. Find our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And we'll catch you on the Offbeat. See you soon. Hey, what's up? You... Oh, Are we I doing it together? You were watching it. I was watching you. Oh. Hey, what's <laughs> up? You... Guys. <laughs> we don't have to do it together if you don't want to. Hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? I always try not to laugh at the end. I know. But we've just said it so many times, and I've tricked you so many times. <laughs> Mm-hmm. One day I'll keep them all in, <laughs> just like us. and then it's just like hey, 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 it was a, hey, it was a, <laughs> um, but hey, what's up, you guys? We are excited that you guys are here with us today. It is True Crime Week. Yes. Um, thank you for letting us have a little mini episode last week. We were dealing with some illnesses. <laughs> so i feel better now (laughs) you sound better now i know i'm curious to know what i sound like in that old oh yeah did i sound different you sounded like you were sick oh well (laughs) yes it is true crime week the week i don't have to do anything but react (laughs) (laughs) but next week is you don't have to do anything yes. so it works <laughs> so i excite <laughs> um we are going to talk about a true crime that i'm very excited about i don't know what true crime i'm never excited about i was gonna say but like <laughs> i'd hope so because this is you picking it we're not going down a list of like oh god i have to do this one next time oh i don't remember where i heard this first but i <laughs> Haley was just like big yawning, and I just look over while I'm talking, and she's just like wide mouth yawning, like a big one. I'm, I'm okay. I'm like yawning, but I'm also like trying to pop my ears at the same time, so it's like prolonging my yawn. So and then it's over exaggerated too. So I'm like, 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 damn, you're boring. (laughs) No, we haven't gotten to the story yet. I'll be, you'll be bored during the story. (laughs) No. 
I'm gonna find a new co-host. <laughs> Someone who wants to listen to my true crimes. Wow. Hashtag oh applications open. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna close them applications. I'm gonna apply and I'm still gonna be the best. I'm gonna be the best. I know all your I know all the secrets. <laughs> it's too much work for me to have to train a new person to be my co-host. Exactly. <laughs> You know, you know, you have to, you have to actually socialize with someone else other than no. me. <laughs> exactly. No, <thank> <laughs> exactly. I don't like anyone else. So I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, you actually have to create a relationship. I have to be nice to yeah. someone else. Yeah. I have no more slots of being nice to people. They're uh, all full up. <laughs> exactly. I'm only capable of being nice to so many people at one time. So, <laughs> so. We're going to tell the story about John List and his family. John List. Yes. Did he write a list and check it twice? Haha, <gasps> no. He's not Santa. Yeah, he's John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would you think Santa? Because Santa writes a list and checks it twice. Does he? I'm fucking with you. Okay, sorry. Application's <laughs> open again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, John List and his family. <laughs> So we're going to go back to the 70s Ooh. in New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> John List lived with his family, um, his wife, Helen, his three children, Patricia, John, and Frederick, and his mother, Alma. Uh, they were like a picture-perfect family. Mm. <laughs> a nuclear family. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And they were also like a vision of success. Y'all know how this is going to go. <laughs> Do you? Maybe. Maybe. Um, they lived in Westfield, New Jersey. And John was... What? Sorry, I just remember... I just thought of the, <laughs> this meme that I've seen a few times. Where it's like true crime documentaries be like... And it's like a colored picture of them smiling. And it was like... <laughs> he was so happy until he wasn't yeah. and then it's like, <laughs> and it's like black and like gray. a weird contrast yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just like i'm painting the, your picture the, for you the list family was the perfect family or, or were they, they? <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry <laughs> john uh for his work he was a vice president and a comptroller of a bank so that's like head honcho big big wig right big boy yeah. <laughs> so the family lived in a huge Victorian mansion. There was 18 rooms oh and a ballroom in the house. They had a room specifically for balls for, <laughs> for <laughs> parties. Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't resist the four-year-old joke. Anyway, big ball pit room. That'd be that'd be dope. And on the third floor is where his mo- mother lived, which was like probably like a a, a whole suite in and of itself so it had literally just like went past what i said you're like you know what i was i was like wouldn't it be cool to have a, a ball pit room and you were that like his cool. mom lived on the third floor <laughs> sometimes i have to filter out the chaos to get through the story or else we'll be here forever sorry <laughs> okay they had a ballroom and but yeah actually a ball pit room right that'd be dope right for sure okay so they were also very active in their lutheran church and around 1971 was when things started falling apart for john 
he lost his job and he was unable to pay his bills for his family. But instead of telling his wife and, and trying to figure out a solution together, John pretended to continue to go to work and went to the train station instead and, and spent the day reading there and napping and trying to supposedly trying to figure out what to do next. But like, why wasn't he looking for a job? Right. Like, if you want to keep it a secret, you got to be searching for a new job, like, right away. <laughs> if you want to be like, honey, I got a new job. Like, you have to be at least looking for a job. Right. Someone who is such a bigwig should have no problem finding a job unless it was for some sort of, like, indiscretion. Which I don't know why he was fired or let go. Right. I know you'd think <clears throat> with his credentials and shit. Yeah. But. With his background, he should be able to find another job. But he but he like pretended to go to work and instead just read at the train station and napped. So he was starting to get in over his head because again, he wasn't looking for work mm -hmm. and he wasn't working at all, so he wasn't making any money. And he started feeling like a failure. And in his mind, that was not an option. Failure is not failure is not an option yeah like he was raised to be like if you can't provide for your family then who are you like you right. shouldn't you shouldn't have a family oh um <laughs> like that's the kind of thing like you can't provide um my mind is racing <laughs> <laughs> at this point decided to take matters into his own hands so he sent his family assassin um, i'm just kidding sorry <laughs> No, <laughs> he really took matters in his own hands. Keychains. <laughs> that was the same, the exact same vibe of the keychains from episode like, three. Yeah, when you, it, I, it just when you were like, so he took matters in his, into his own hands and he assassinated, <laughs> killed them. So he Sorry. sent his family, his wife, um, his children, and his mother to his wife's mother's home. And he told his local friends and families that they were going out of town um, and that he would be following them by car in a couple of days. And he stopped all of the family's mail and he notified school and the church um, of the family's absence. And he finished a few chores around the house and he went on his way to meet his wife in, I don't know where they, where they went, but at his, at his wife's mother's house or his mother-in-law's house. Mm -hmm. The end. That can't be the I was going to say, no, you, you, said, you said four pages, <laughs> that was two. So, he began on his trip after the rest of his family, and after a few weeks, suspicion started to arise in the neighborhood. No one had seen anyone in the List family for about a month now. Patricia's drama teacher came to the house and to, to check on everything, which I thought was strange why her drama male drama teacher... <laughs> would come to Patricia's house, but... <clears throat> Does it say how old she was? 16. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that was strange to me. Um, but the lights in the house were on. Not only were they on, but they were always on for four months. Um, electric bill. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and he was looking around the house, like in the windows and trying doors and stuff. And one of the neighbors thought he was trying to rob them. So probably to, in more defense of her own home, she called the police. 
So the police arrived and the drama teacher explained himself and and they decided to break into the house because it was enough for suspicion of like where the list family could be. So they forced open a window and the smell hit them immediately. <laughs> The two police made their way through the house and there was really loud music playing from the ballroom and they stepped over a large piles of laundry until they noticed blood that was dried and smeared on the ground. And they realized that under the piles of laundry were the wife and the three children. <laughs> Haley's just like draw dropped like <laughs> I thought they were like doing some like hiatus like he's like this is okay this is what I thought was gonna happen they went on their trip right mm -hmm. and then he was gonna meet them yeah and then they were just gonna live there like I thought that he was just not gonna tell his wife anything they were just gonna move to wherever the mother-in-law was and just stay there and he was gonna sell the house that's what I thought was gonna happen you know what Haley <laughs> That's some good planning. Thank you. There you go. That is a way to get yourself out of a sticky That's, situation. Because, like, come on, that mansion yeah. would get him a lot of money. He can buy a little house wherever the wherever the mother-in-law lives. The problem is, is, I think that the house is going into foreclosure, so it was owned oh. by the bank at that point. Well then, but that would have been a smart idea to try maybe while he was sleeping and reading in the train station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway and it doesn't stop there mm. each member of the family had a gun wound in the back of the head and when they went upstairs they also found his mother shot in the back of the head in her kitchenette area and lastly there was a folder with documents with a little handwritten it said uh for whoever finds this and it was for whoever came across the list family in the in the house so now here's the true story of what happened in john's house before he left so His, so they never left oh okay. <laughs> no they were still in the house okay okay <clears throat> they never made it to the mother-in-law I, I see what you did i see what you're doing okay um, his house was going into foreclosure and the family would would find out soon exactly what happened and what kind of trouble he was in so, he took a 9mm souvenir pistol and a 22 caliber pistol. He bought ammo. With what money, though? And he started practicing at, an, at a gun range. With what money? Exactly. You need, nowadays, like, I mean, I don't know how it was back in the 70s, but you need, like, a membership. Right. It costs money to ammo use Ammo costs those. money. If he didn't have that, but, I mean, he might have been one of those American Express owners if he was... You know, vice president, whatever. I, guess. I don't know. Credit cards? I don't know. On November 9th, 1971, his kids went to school and his wife was drinking coffee in the kitchen and he came in and shot her in the back of the head. The reason why he shot um, them all in the back of the head was so that they wouldn't see it coming. Mm. His mother was upstairs eating breakfast. He came up and he gave her a kiss and then he shot her in the back of the head as well. He did, in fact, stop the mail, and he cashed out his mother's savings bonds, and he made calls to the family, to the family and friends, to make sure that they knew that people were gone or on vacation. Those are the things that he actually did do. During he then killed each child as they returned home, 
Patty, Frederick, and then John. John was the only one who was shot more than once. And it was only because he, when he was shot the first time, he started jerking like his body was still kind of alive. So he continued to shoot John multiple times until he stopped because he wanted him to die without as much pain, you know, but like being shot so many times, like, (laughs) I don't know if he even could register the pain. He then lined up the bodies in the ballroom, only the mother and the children. He couldn't move his mom from upstairs because he was a wimp. Anyway, (laughs) he then cleaned up the blood the best he could. And he wrote a letter of confession explaining all of his financial struggles and exactly what he did to his pastor. He said he wrote that letter and that was in the documents that he left. And in that letter, he said, I at least I'm certain that they've all gone to heaven. And he said that the reason that he had to kill his family was so that they would never know like that he couldn't provide for them any longer and then he said he couldn't kill himself because if you commit suicide he said he he said if you commit suicide you don't go to heaven Mm. so obviously he's the one who gets to live yeah i was gonna say but killing your whole family you're definitely yeah you're still gonna go to heaven if you kill your whole family not suicide where is the coward john list he's had a month head start and the police are just starting to look for him. Well, you bet I'll tell you. <laughs> he, he didn't go anywhere. Yeah, actually, he's just hidden in the basement of the mansion. <laughs> he decided to live there for the rest of the time he was alive and then just go to jail. No. Um, <laughs> but just, just so you know, jail does give you three square meals a day and a bed. He could have been taken care of <laughs> if he just stayed put. Um, <laughs> after the discovery of the bodies, they went through the house to kind of assess things and see where they should start their investigation. They found that he had cut his face out of every photo in the house so that there was no photos to go off of for the most part, unless they were owned by someone else, like someone else had a photo of him. So there was no photos of him in the house. He took his car and he left it at the JFK airport in New York and he took a he took a bus into the city as like a false lead so like they would follow it all the way to the airport and think that he went on the airplane someplace mm. but he went straight into the city and at that point there were no other leads so the search ended for a really long time dang and that's it the end <laughs> no I'm just kidding <laughs> I was like, Catherine, no. (laughs) You know it's not the end. So America's Most Wanted is a crazy TV show, right? Just like (laughs) killers and like bad people posted all over America's Most Wanted. Well, in 1989, they were having some ratings issues. They weren't getting good ratings, so they weren't going to be able to stay on the air until someone brought up the list case from 1971. So they got a sculptor to sculpt John List as best as possible from the photos that they could obtain from him, from other people like his family that doesn't live with him, mm-hmm. and aged it 20 years. And they did a whole expose on the whole List case. They laid out all the, 
all the evidence and they showed the bust of of list uh there wasn't a ton of traction but his face was plastered all over the media and (laughs) a small group of friends in colorado thought that it was so funny that it looked like their friend robert p clark who had just moved to virginia with his wife and they thought it was such a funny thing like that looks so much like robert like oh my gosh and no one was gonna call the police but one smart person from that group did call the police and was like hey you might want to check on robert clark like (laughs) he looks a lot like that (laughs) so robert clark was an accountant at a tax company Mm. Mm -hmm. smechen schmar (laughs) schmlock by the way it's tax season do your taxes um and he had just moved to virginia with his wife police looked into him and they did arrest him and robert completely denied that he was john list he had no idea who john list was he had no idea about the case until ultimately his fingerprints seemed to be the exact same as john List's fingerprints hmm Hmm. so (laughs) given the fact that robert didn't know who john list was he probably didn't like carbon copy his fingerprints onto his hand like something like that Mm. i'm pretty sure that he didn't have a twin and even twins have different fingerprints on april 12th of 1990 that is 21 years later he was convicted of five counts of murder in the first degree and he was given five consecutive life sentences and just one more thing is the coward died in 2008 in prison (laughs) dang like oh natural causes i don't know what he exactly died from Hmm. he was 80 something though he was 45 when he killed his family so in the 90s he would be 60 so in 2008 he'd be almost 80 that's so sad was that a roller coaster or yeah (laughs) that was good i like that one (laughs) i tried to tell it in the most crazy way yeah <laughs> you did good that was really good like my jaw dropped yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was like i was like who's gonna like who's gonna mean, die in this situation yeah, i don't know why i didn't like clearly i was like okay husband could go crazy kill like whole family right but then i was like oh they're going on vacation <laughs> it's never they're going on vacation Haley. <laughs> well okay i don't know i thought the true crime was gonna come later yeah like him like robbing a bank yeah or you know you know kidnapping something i don't know but then i was like oh they the vacation never happened (laughs) no they never got to go on that last trip i was like catherine grandma oh my god (laughs) that bothered me though that bothers me why when you were like the it was the part when you said that the one only one of the kids was shot more than once yeah yeah. I was like, oh, that's so sad. I know. Well, he's clearly fine since he got a new job, got remarried. <laughs> right. He somehow within 20 years got remarried. And he, I think that it started with he was a diner, uh, like a cook at a diner. And then he became a tax accountant. What a leap. Yeah. I'm like, if you would have just looked for another job. Seriously, like if you have to lie to your wife 
like just at least be looking for a job yeah like there there was underlying issues probably that he didn't want to be with this family anymore oh yeah like the answer is never kill your whole family and start over no <laughs> like the answer is never disappear off the face of the earth Haley, what horror movie do you think we're gonna do this week maybe oh yeah it is a uh, horror movie week next week which is my week maybe as y'all know it is uh gonna be saint valentine's day coming Ooh. up so what better way to celebrate than you know watching people die <laughs> yes that is the only way i want to celebrate Out valentine's love. day love yeah i think i know which one i'm gonna do for sure but there's two there's obviously the my bloody valentine mm-hmm but the only one I know there's an original one and then there's the newer one, which right. obviously I've only seen the newer one. Right. And it's also more bloody and gory than the mm-hmm. old one. Or the movie Valentine, which is pretty I mean, it didn't get good ratings. Uh, well, what movie that we do does. True. <laughs> That's very true. Not many. What movie that I liked as a kid does, like honestly. Scream. Scream, no, Scream did <laughs> from the movies that we've done that we've watched uh, yeah. as a kid. I would say the cla- like for sure the classic horror movies, but like the like random yeah. ones that are by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like no, they didn't do very good. <laughs> but Valentine, I'm thinking of doing that one. It's basically about this guy who wears a cupid mask and kills people. Oh. So, but yeah, I'm I'm thinking of doing that one because well, I mean either way, you haven't seen either of them. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Um. I was going to ask, do you guys, spooky babes, think it would be fun to do a backwards week or backwards month where I do the horror movie and Haley does the true crime? Because we were talking about that the other day and I was like, that seems kind of fun. <laughs> and then I said, yeah, that would be fun. And I said, but I feel like my problem would be my true crime would probably be not it'd be very gruesome probably like it'd be yeah, like the worst I mean, one you could think of i've done a, a gruesome one or two uh, yeah like columbine was gruesome yeah. i'd say i also don't always go into like major detail <laughs> yeah yeah that would probably be my problem be like yeah he cut his foot no <laughs> but yeah if you want to see that let us know we hope you like the true crime this month and spooky babes i hope you have a wonderful valentine's day since this will be posted that weekend before and even if you are by yourself watch a scary movie and have a good valentine's be like just watch a scary movie and you definitely will not feel alone anymore (laughs) (laughs) uh it might not be the kind of company you wanted but Hey, if you want, we can be your Valentines. We will be your Valentines. I will send out a spoopy Valentine on Valentine's Day. Yes, on Instagram. So follow us there. It'll be a digital Valentine, but it still means some. It still means we still love you. Yeah, we love you, guys. So, and ghouls, you you spooky babes, we love you, ghouls. Yes, mm-hmm. you're our favorite ghoul friends. Ghoul friends. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but spooky babes have a wonderful week and a wonderful Valentine's Day, and we will see you in your nightmares. Yay! Ooh. <laughs>
I say it like so sweet. Yeah. I'm like in your nightmares. <laughs> and sometimes in your like, nightmares. <laughs> and then sometimes she's like, I'll see you in hell. Okay, <laughs> 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 hey, bye guys. <laughs> see you on the footsie flop. In August of 1980, Carol Bundy confessed her connection to the Sunset Strip Slayer who had been terrorizing Los Angelinos all summer. In September of 2012, the cult of the Unification Church, also known as the Moonies, mourned the death of their leader, Sun Myung Moon. Tune into Murder Murder News every Friday to hear us detangle another twisted tale from true crime history. If you're an amateur sleuth who hopes to someday solve a cold case or locate a missing person, tune into Murder Murder News and start off your search with a deep dive into some fascinating and very solvable cases. We always take a victim-first stance and like to focus on crimes affecting marginalized communities which typically don't get enough media attention. Subscribe to Murder Murder News wherever you get your podcast to make sure you never miss an episode. Murder.